<laughs> Limited potential. <laughs> Guys, I'm fat, and I need help losing it. Yeah, I was going to say, you can just give me a little more space, but it's just you. Yeah, I'm getting rounder. Are you not just big boned? I'm or not. bonded? What's the term there? Bonded? No, I'm, I'm, I'm round. You got big bonded. I, I, I was telling myself I'm cultivating mass. Yeah. And I'm not <laughs> overweight, but it, it's just lying to yourself. Really? I always thought the game Mass Effect was about Matt. Yeah, because you're just like... What am I, why am I making fun of you? I'm just as big, if not bigger. No, I'm definitely bigger. Luke is the only quote-unquote thin one. Yeah, that's a very loosely used term, me being thin. You're one of the thins. I mean, if I put on a sweater, I can maybe pull it off, but I think it's catching up to, to the face right now. Dude, we get, when I go out into the ocean, I'm in my natural habitat. I can just whale out. Other animal, other whales come up to you and they, yeah. like, they just rub up against you. Exactly. Holy man. You like speak in a whole different pitch of uh, frequencies. Yeah. I'm like Mariah Carey with the, the high octave. The dolphins want nothing to do with you and the sharks are off killing. I don't know where to go with that. <laughs> I, don't know. Like I have no a, idea. There's a whole uh, dynamic of ocean, water, aquatic life, and the way they, they have class structure. Kind of like humans, right? Humans have class structure based on, yeah, I would say, image. Your your body image is uh, is an important thing. As much as we, we say it isn't and we try to be all politically correct, at the end of the day, yeah. not many people really follow it, like the whole being nice to everyone. They judge you. Oh, yeah. If you go into a job interview and you're dressed like a slob or you are a slob, the odds are unless you're going for like a the job of like professional pie eating contest, mm-hmm. probably not going to get the job. You know what's weird? The jobs you would think would be for like the big heavy set people. Like the one I'm thinking of in particular is the hot dog eating, the Nathan hot dog eating competition. He's so thin. He's thin. He's thin. Was it Kobayashi? Eats like 70 something hot dogs. The guy's a toothpick. Did you just make that name up? No, I'm pretty sure. Kobayashi. That's, Kobayashi that's was a known hot dog eater. Where they got it from in Step Brothers. I thought you plucked that one right from uh, the world of anime. How many hot dogs do you think you could eat? I think I could eat half a pack. Are you talking the smaller ones or the bigger ones? I'd say regular old Oscar Myers With bun. You could do... With bun? Yeah, absolutely. I think I, I, if I really pushed, I can go for maybe six. I think I could do a pack of buns. Are, are we talking the ones they eat at the hot dog competition? Not, not, well, yeah, yeah. Those, those bullshit little skinny... Oh, I could probably crush water. 12 of those. Okay. Dude, maybe five. You can eat more. Than what about, no. I've I, seen you. No. No, I haven't seen you. Yeah. No. Now, those hot dogs taste like shit. Yeah. But what about Ballpark Franks? I think I can... I know I can do four, maybe five, and maybe six. I'm going to go with six. If I, if, if I put my mind to it, I can do six Ballpark Franks. What about those ones from Costco that have the cheese in the middle? So when you bite in, they explode. Wait, there's a hot dog with cheese at Costco? Oh, my God. Which Costco do you go to because the one I go to? They only come out in the summer. Or they may have stopped carrying them because I think of, they have. Well, they, they, they were... They were this essentially hot dog bombs. I love the way he says hot dog. Yeah. Hot dog. Hot, hot dog. Hey, buddy, you want hot dog? You want hot dog? We had this guy at our school. When he'd come out, he'd yell at me and a friend of ours. He'd know, we, he'd know I was in the bag for a hot dog every goddamn time. Like we, hey, buddy, hot dog. You want hot dog? Yeah. I'd be like, you know I want a hot dog. Did you like just give him your credit card number in advance so he don't, doesn't have to ask anything? I'm like, buddy, I'm parked on the other side of the school. I came here for the hot dog. Dude, Canadian Tire had some great hot dogs. Oh, the hot dog stand? The hot oh. dog stand at Canadian Tire? That'd be like a good little chain restaurant. Uh, 
the hot dog, the Canadian Tire hot dog stand. That is the name of the restaurant or the fast food place. I think it would sell well. The more and more we delve deeper into hot dogs, the more and more I realize, Matt, you are never, ever going to solve your problem, and nor am I. No, of course not. I love food way too much. I'll be there shortly with you guys. Yeah, come to the dark side. everybody welcome to another episode of the unwritten rule i'm frank with me as always is matt and luca today we're going to be talking about the unwritten rules of personal image and styling yeah styling and profiling learjet flying son of gun i think that's why we got rid of james this week so because he's a little too classy for for where we want to go with this episode like he seems like a well put together individual well the thing is when you have a British person on, they give you this higher class. It's like when you wear a top hat, you'd get considered upper class. And all we want to do is talking about talk about smashing a bunch of hot dogs and uh, doing nothing else. Although I will say I do not like the way they wear clothes that are extremely tight. I don't like to reveal as much. I like to let there be a little wrapping on the gift. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I like the tight wrapped gifts. You know, the ones that are like precision done. I don't like those loose wrapping papers. Nothing. You actually know how to do that? No, but the people who do it, I I respect them. People who are solid rappers. Yeah, they're, they're people who got their shit together. Kendrick Lamar is one of those guys. I heard he can wrap a sweet present. Mm-hmm. You know, humans have wrapping. Mm-hmm. It's skin, curves, hair, eyes, appendages. Yes, we in, do. In terms of body image, what are some of the good things? What are some of the bad things? Let's start with the good. The good stuff of body image? Yeah, like, I mean, like, physically, physically speaking, what what do you think makes up good body image? Well, you know, there's obviously the too heavy to the too skinny. Now, let's, let's stick with the good. Like, typically in modern day society, what what, what falls on the side of, mm-mm, I want some of that? Um, I don't want, you know, a bit of meat. I don't want the person, guy, girl, to be skin and bones. Just, you know, be average. I think the the ideal human would probably be, you know, muscular but lean. I think that's the, I guess it's been shown on like the Michelangelo statue or whatever those statues are. For in both Italy. female and male? I think it's really dictated by, by society, the societal norm. Because I know like I'll go back and look at a lot of those Renaissance paintings. Yeah. People are heavier set because people wanted to hook up with the heavier set people because it meant they had food yeah. because they were wealthy. No, you definitely couldn't have been a little heavier set back then if you didn't have money. Being I mean, a, good thing for me and you, Frank, the, the dad bod has become a real thing. You know what? Last time I was in Las Vegas, I was in the pool and this, um, this nice little, uh, well, I don't, call, I don't call her nice. She sort of, her first interaction with me was that she stole berries from a very fruity cocktail that i was drinking 
She she just walked up to me, put her hand in my drink. Who does that? I don't know. I'll tell you who does it. I'm going to tell you in a minute. She puts her hand in my drink and rips out all the delicious blackberries, and boysenberries, and raspberries, and blueberries. It was a berry-flavored drink. That sounds nice. And she robbed you of this? Well, she just ate it, and she was like, I was really hungry. I was like, yeah, okay, but that doesn't mean you can put your hand in other people's beverages or steal their food. Yeah, unwritten rule. Don't put your hands in anyone's edibles of either drink or food. Yeah, I don't care what kind of sustainability you need. If you need more calories, more more antioxidants, you don't take other people's shit. Especially if you don't know them. No. Oh, well, anyways, I guess this was her way of getting to know me. That mental imaging is very odd, but go on. And let's just say, at the time, I was a little thinner. I had a nice tan going. We'd already been there for two or three days. Tanning, that's important. It is. Oh, tan. I mean... Tanning in a salon is not the greatest idea. Nope. It's pretty much barbecuing yourself yes. for the you, sake of looking better. Did you get a base tan so that when you went over to Vegas, you were you're kind of glazed? I kind of have the genetics to just sort of take on sun and mm-hmm. become a, a a bronzed Adonis. Unlike I, who burns when you, I just look at the sun. You are of the fairer complexion. Yes, yes. you yes. are true white. White from the great white north. Are we doing the was instead of W's now? What like, do you mean? I wish it was a thing. Uh, you know, I really do. I really wish it was a thing. Anyway, she comes up to me. Her name's Morgan, and she is chiseled, but in a good way. Okay. Not not like a bodybuilder. She's but, toned, but she she looked like um like one of those fitness okay instructors. She does like a yoga or maybe a Pilates, but she doesn't you know compete for. Weightlifting competition. I would say like competitive fitness, not competitive weightlifting, competitive fitness. Okay. So she little defined. Maybe gymnast. Beautiful head of hair. Yeah, okay. like a gymnast body, but, you know, more curvy. Okay. She comes up and we're talking and she's like, I really like your dad bod. And I was like, oh my God, nobody here has said that to me yet. Thank you. I feel like this was my big win in Vegas. Yeah. You know, instead of playing the slots or the tables, a random woman has come up to me, stolen my berries mm-hmm. and told me. I like your body. Now, question, did that compliment make you forget about the berry thief? Oh, it, it directly it di- directly went right to the part of my brain that was holding a grudge and ripped it out. Yeah, he was hoping that she'd start to play with his berries. Unwritten rule. Okay, that's that's great, actually. Thank but you. unwritten rule, Thank you. if you want someone's, you know, some stranger stuff, take it. If you're a woman to a man, take it and then compliment them. Just boost them a bit. Yeah, just boost them. Yeah. They're cool with it. It's better than booster juice. Booster juice is great. Yeah. It's it's like, could you put a little bit of compliments? Do you want any proteins with your drink? No, I want some compliments. Give me some TLC, baby. Anyway, she takes my berries and then we start to, we start to talk and she asked me what I do. And at the time I told her what I did and then she, I asked her what she does. And she looks at me straight face and says, I kill people. And I was like, like for real? Mm-hmm. She was like, no, I really kill people. And I was like, get out. And she's like, yeah, I work in the military. Ooh. And she was the only single in her entire party. They were in the cabana. And she wanted to meet up with me later that night. You want to hear, I'm going to tell you something. Mm-hmm. And I haven't told this to many people. I chickened out. You chickened out? Chickened out big time. She was out of your league. Was that your mindset? You yeah, guys, guys, above it? guys, I just want to say something. We're talking a killer. She was a killer. Okay. So she had you killed. were afraid of like the, the praying mantis thing where she would, you know, you would mate and then she would that, take that, you out. That completely changed her image to me. I mean, it was kind of cool. It'd be like 
being with an action star. Or, mm-hmm. But like, it's not like they're doing it for fakesies. But you're like the heroine in that one, right? Like the I'm more. I felt like I was the damsel in distress. So you felt inadequate to her in a I, way. I did. My I per- don't blame you. I would too, man. That's a tall order. Being able to say I kill people for a living. I mean, she's she strolled up to me with abs. She could have said something else. That's that's not your best uh, opening line, and maybe that's why she was the single one in her group. I feel like she she did it with enough panache that you know, with enough grace that I should have not chickened out, but I did. Yeah, but you're into like that choking stuff. So if she went too far with it, yeah, like if I don't get my if she's got me in like a ranger chokehold and I don't get my safety word in in time, yeah. I'm dying. Yeah, I mean, she she can do a good figure four leg lock. What about freckles? How do you guys feel about freckles? I don't G- think it's a deal breaker. I don't think it's a deal breaker. I'll be honest. I don't get what the hate is for gingers. No, freckles are sweet. Emma Stone, well, man. Well, I know. I mean, I mean, there's a certain amount, right? I think there's like a little bit of freckles is, is, is does not throw me off at all. Now, if you have more freckles, I think you have to have other things to make it less uh, of an issue. Emma Stone? Oh, yeah. She's yeah. beautiful. I like how you used the same example twice there. Yeah, because like, try- I was trying to get his opinion. You instantly jumped in. You like, doubled down on Emma Stone. But what do you think about Emma Stone? Think of. What do you think about Emma Stone? She's great. I love She's her. Solid. Sorry, I have to just... Wait, are we, tri- we tripling down on Emma Stone now? I think we're just going to title this podcast Emma Stone. No, I, I got to say, for, for I don't know what it is for women, like looking at men with freckles and red hair, because I don't know, I see a lot of them and I think, uh-uh. You know. I feel bad for them, but it that look doesn't suit a male in my fr- perspective. The way I look at it, I feel like they have it a little harder. So you're, what you're saying is, is that the only people who should be redheads are females? Yeah. Like kind of. Like it's a, it's weird and it might seem offensive, but yeah, I don't know. There's something about redheads and males. If you steer right into it, if you steer right into it, you could just, oh my God, are we really doing this? I think we got a new guest here. Well, we got Joe on the podcast. Well, he just came by without asking, so I mean, sure. I said I was going to be here at 9.15, 9.30. Yeah, well. Yeah, we, we ran a little late. Okay, well, well, what we were discussing ahead, as, yeah. as you as you damn near avalanche down the stairs. Yeah, I don't know how that picked up on the mic. Oh, it sounded it sounded like a T Rex yeah. strolling through a china shop. <laughs> why don't you just why don't you just breathe that beer in a little more? <laughs> Jesus fuck! So we're talking about body image, and uh, yeah, this guy's fucking drinking beer like it's water. I don't. Okay, go ahead. I'm so listening. we're talking about the dad bod earlier. Oh. Let's talk about the beer bod. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. man has drank more beer than I than I've ever seen any other person drink. Sorry, just to recap really quick before we get into to, to beer bod, we were just touching up on on redheads. Ah, uh, redhead. We got the redheads. I what me and Matt came down to is golden rule. If you're a female, it's great. If you're a male, it's not. I don't really know why that's a rule, but that's what we're going with. Is that what we're going with? Agreed. Move yeah. on. Move on to beer bod. No, I, I like the redhead thing because uh, redhead with guys are disgusting in every way. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, f- I feel like if I were to give any physical description of a male, yeah. you'd say it's disgusting. But no, I, uh, well, I like. Yeah, because I. Who, okay, wait, wait. So, like, males. Yeah. Hollywood. You had to pick one. Ooh, that's a good one. Just a smooch. Not nothing crazy. <laughs> Efron. No. To, to, <laughs> Zach Efron. Maybe. I don't even got, know. I just saw him on YouTube today. That's the only reason I would say, yeah. That guy's got more abs than a, than a 24-pack of beer. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like beer, too. So, beer bod. Mm-hmm. How hard did you have to work at it? <laughs> I started what time? I started when I was 17, 
And it took about... Before the legal drinking age? Yeah. I like Luke it. was driving. It took about 20 years. Dude, you're a late bloomer. No, yeah, I didn't start drinking until 17. I thought maybe 16, 15. No, no. It's, it's too not bad. allowed. It's too bad this guy wasn't a cokehead. He could have yeah. stayed thin right through it. I need it. money for that. <laughs> I remember, actually, I think the first time you got drunk, we were at, the, at Jack Astor's. And this man didn't drink before. He had uh, a case of... What do you have? We had a pint of Molson Canadian, and he had me. Yes, you. You had like one pint of it, and you're like buzzing. Now I see this man crush twenty four cans of Coors, no problem. What what I want you to do, viewers, to create the mental image, I want you to think of an Eastern Bloc version of Billy Bob from Varsity Blues. If you've never seen that movie, well, who else could we choose? But skinnier and more European. King Kong Bundy with hair? No, I I like that one. No, I don't look like that. Think of a fat you don't Ryan not Gosling. Look like Eastern Block Uncle Buck. A fat. Okay, that's fair. A fat Ryan Gosling. <laughs> that's high praise. That's high praise. Yeah, okay. So some of the physical qualities that you think make up good body image. We were talking about abs, nice blue eyes, and not glutes, that, solid glutes, solid glutes. Yeah, I think glutes I, are pretty important. To be honest, I think any other eye color other than shit brown, which is kind of I think what most of us here at the table have. Oh, I, I like to say shit brown. I think uh, I like to say I have hazel. No, that's shit brown. Yeah, it's shit brown. It looks like shit brown. Yeah, it's just straight shit. Breasts. Your whole mouth is shit right now, too. Breasts, great on women, bad on men. Well, it depends. Hold on. It depends. Are we talking about gyno camassi or are we talking about like a nice, like good pecs? No, we're talking about like straight up breasts. We're talking titties. (laughs) Okay, then yeah, no on a guy. Like I have a pair and I'm not a fan of them. Hair. Do you think hair is a big thing now? Because I know that back in the seventies, guys would hang on with like the the crown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like they would not. I'm not saying like Zidane. I'm saying like like Krusty the Clown. And they would let that that grow out for some reason, yeah. and like put a bandana on over it or something. The fact that like the Three Stooges, Larry Fine was a hairstyle. Yeah, I mean, I I will say I heard of a recent, uh, I guess, a study saying that women dig bald men now. Like that's a thing. Fuck. I'm right there. Go for Costanza. Yeah. You're set, Frank. I'm going <laughs> to no, start shaving my head. Yeah. We're, we're, we're talking it. clean shave, though. Sooner or later, yeah, somebody's yeah. going to think bald people are sexy. So unwritten rule. If you got it. 2017. Write it down. Unwritten rule. Hair loss. Take it all down. Take it all down. Yeah. Take it right down to the right yeah. down to the smooth, bald surface. What are these called? Um, eyebrows? From the eyebrows down. No. You don't want. Uh, what's that? Alopecia? <laughs> you have no emotion hey, in your face no. without yeah. the eyebrows. I, I will say this. Baldness was considered unattractive before. Maybe now baldness is attractive, so alopecia is next. There's a lot of bald people at the Olympics, and they like to have sex. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I'm just saying. I think it's an aerodynamics I, I, I thing. I think, Michael, yeah. I think those are swimmers wearing skull caps. But yeah, but they still, you know. You mean they, they like they, the fuck. They, is what they, they, like the they fuck leave game. them on while they're doing that. Okay. This guy fucks. That's this guy fucks, yeah. Bold features. What do you think? Big noses, big chins. They just can't protrude. I feel like you have to own it. Whatever you have, it's like that commercial. Was it that Axe commercial with the guy with the huge schnoz? <laughs> like, remember that guy? So, like, if you wake up in the morning and you can smell the coffee in Brazil, yeah, yeah. you know what? Though? Your nose we is know too somebody big. like that. We do, but we won't talk about. Oh, okay, we can't. Okay. Yeah, we should. Anyways, so that commercial is showing how the guy he's got a huge schnoz. I'm like, why is this guy acting all confident? By the end of the commercial, I'm like, oh, this guy's pretty cool. I hang out with them. I don't remember that commercial. What commercial is that? It's one of those Axe commercials. You look it up. Those after. commercials are bullshit. I've sprayed myself with that yeah, stuff. That, and I've, I've never had after the first commercial. I think I thought those commercials were completely stupid. Yeah, they're 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 over. They're the not top. funny anymore. YouTube's much the old funnier. spice one. The old spice ones are good. With the sorry. first one, after that, it was all boring. Same shit. 
it's a harsh critic over here of uh, <laughs> products trying to be sold to the masses. You don't okay, to, you don't have to sell Old Spice. Our fathers are using that back in the sixties and seventies. So, do you think? Do you think that you know maybe what's going on with your with your package makes a difference to to your to your personal body image? We're talking penis. Yeah, and I want yeah. you to keep this clean. All right. Little kids probably listening. Really, I, I want to question their I, I, parents at that point. I doubt there's any kids, let alone adults, listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're 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 climbing. Yeah, we're climbing. Okay. We're definitely making some headway. So you're saying your package size doesn't matter? Yeah, I'm saying I'm saying in general, whether you're a man or a woman, you know, if you got like, I think women have it a lot easier when it comes to you know. The size of the package, if you will, right? Yeah, because they can determine whether they want to, you know, play with it or not. Or I, I'm saying there is men no, are less picky, almost. That's that's that, those are the words I was looking for. I'm sorry to sound, I guess. Uh, no, we're not like we don't we don't scrutinize. If we get to the place where it's like anything will do, and that's that sounds mean, but men get like that. Yeah, and you know what? I think it's more in our minds that we think it matters. I think for women, not all of them, obviously, some probably do care about pack size, but I think a man feels like every woman cares. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they all do, but I don't think they all do. I, I feel like they have a PR team that like set up lies to tell us like it's not about the size; it's about the motion of the ocean. I feel like it's about the size. I mean, there's definitely a good segment of them that probably. I think it's both fifty-fifty, it. and they have like a PR thing going against. Them. I think you're breathing really loud through your mouth. Yeah, I'm okay. a mouth breather. Is that a problem? Yeah, I know you are a mouth breather. What about that on your body image? Mouth breathing. Mouth breathing, yeah. Personal etiquette. I can't breathe through my nose. That's not etiquette. That's my body. Try it. Just try breathing through your nose. Oh, yeah. Don't yeah, do you don't breathe through your mouth. Jesus Christ. It's like you snorted air. Yeah, I can't. Okay, well, just we'll, we'll like okay. those sinuses are like okay, shut. Get another clap going for Frank. No, 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 no clap needed on that one. What about gray hairs? You think gray hairs make a difference now? I like a little salt and pepper. Yeah, well, salt I'm gonna be there really soon. I'll be there really soon. So I hope I you hope are there, Matt. Isn't isn't there something about like an older woman who's just aging gracefully? Absolutely, and ha- doesn't want to dye her hair. Yeah, the salt and pepper look can can bode very well. On women, yeah, yeah, I disagree absolutely. completely. That's wrong. All so the way. you like yeah. when they when they do that? Like, well, no, I don't super... like any women past my own age until I get there. Then I'll care. But even then, I won't care. So you you care about women as each year well, goes by yes. in your life. But when you get older, are you going to like the the salt and pepper? You yeah, because I'm going to be there too. Or would you? Because I think a lot of women dye their hair once they start getting those grays. Dude, even a guy can pull off a salt and pepper look. I think oh, guys yeah. more so. I than would women. prefer. Yeah. To yeah. Have thank thank you, George Clooney. Absolutely. I'm going to just Clooney it all year for the rest of my life. You will never fucking Clooney it. Yeah, you got a little ways to go for uh, to get the Clooney thing. <laughs> You're more of like an Amy Schumer. Oh, that's <laughs> I'm going to take that as a sign of disrespect. <laughs> what about like hair in places that you don't wear like back hair? Maybe you got like sideburns on your back. Trimmers. Do you go with the trimmers? Do you go with the wax? Or do, do you go? Or do you just spend the money and go with the At the, the start of the summer, you go with wax, but through the winter, you got to go trimmers. I, you know what I think? I think you gotta leave it as long as you're not like a wolf man. Yeah, I think through the winter to keep you warm. Yeah, it helps. I think summer when it's beach season, you gotta you gotta shave that down. Dude, I yeah. barely shave it. Yeah, I don't have back hair. I barely have facial hair. Yeah, you I, are. This is, yeah, this is. No, I'm. You are got no a fourteen year old in a twenty eight year old body. I no. I'm twenty five. I'm twenty five. You are like the anti Portuguese Portuguese. Yeah, person. yeah. Which is weird because my brother's. Like, his legs are very, fairly yeah, yeah. hairy. He's a wolf man. Yeah, his legs and arms are quite hairy. We can, we can, we can relate. Frank's dated chicks with more hair than you have, to be honest. 
That's sky. That's not unlikely. F- fucking tons of laugh over here. Yeah. I didn't say anything. I'm just in general. You generalize. Yeah, making t- an t- observation, t- yeah. Frank. You're taking pot shots at my date list. Huh? <laughs> uh, that's not on the board right now. Can we? At least I've, da- <laughs> at least I've dated things from land. You've actually gone into the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> you motorboating son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, keep it going, Frankie boy. Let's let's get off the bodies for a minute, yeah. okay? Because I mean, bodies are body. Yeah. We're we're humans. We know yeah. symmetry is attractive. Not always. The rest. No, what I'm saying, like generally speaking, like inherently yeah, in, the, in our like the genetic code, when yeah. we see good symmetry, yeah. it we're attracted to it. That's like it, apparently it's scientific yeah, fact. Just like perfect level, it's just equally bilateral. Yeah. But outer image, you can all, like anybody can do. Anybody can do something to make the outside look better. Yeah. Like in hipsters. terms of in terms of like clothing, like why well, you gotta go? You gotta attack every time. You go after the hipsters uh, now. You know what? If he, he's just saying what he thinks isn't a great outer body image, I just, yeah. I, I, you know what? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Like hipsters. Yeah. Well, I don't think throwing a shawl on in the middle of the summer no, makes yeah. you any cooler. What about what about like some sort of uh, poncho? Do you think ponchos are something that people can wear now? De- depends. Depends you who's, be pretty, who's doing it and yeah. what the poncho is. If you're from California, you could probably pull it off. What about a poncho and some sort of cowboy hat? What about just a cowboy you know, ensemble? I mean, you're just telling people you either like the party or something's or, wrong yeah. with you. <laughs> I don't know. You're, it, you better be a party animal because something else is wrong how with did, you. How did you get that? Like, you either like to party or there's something wrong with you dressing like a cowboy. Because you have what to be... What if you're from re- Texas? Well, you, well, I mean, wearing a poncho and What if you're Mexican hat? from Texas? Well, I mean, I don't think it makes what, any what difference. If, Texas you, is its own culture. Hipster Mexican poncho. Deal with that. Oh, is you talking a sombrero? Or a I sombrero? think it's more of a traditional I, Mexican yeah. garb. That's the that's the Mexican the the Mexican fedora is a sombrero. Yeah, I don't know. I think the sombrero is a little more classier than. I'd rather wear a sombrero than a fedora. Than a fedora. So there's at least time, tradition there. Every time I thought of sombrero, I thought of the Simpsons with Homer with the chip sombrero Chips, and the, the dip at the top. Oh yeah. You oh, know who fine. stole my sombrero? Who? Sean Hexstrom. <laughs> yes, Sean did. <laughs> for for those for those who don't know, which is all of you, Sean Hegstrom was just a guy we know. Yeah, who I took mean, people's things. Yes, thank you. Specifically, their food. Frank is correct. <laughs> the urban sombrero is making a comeback. Yeah. Do you guys think designer clothes matter? Yes. Like, because I remember there was a time in like the '80s where like there were some brands that didn't have the label, like the check mark or the little alligator. Yeah. Or the, or the the pump on your shoe. Uh, I think th- if you have the right physique where it's tailored, it doesn't matter what. Yeah. As long as it's nicely fitted. Yeah. But, you know, if you're not perfect on that aspect, you have to spend a little money to get that name. So you're saying like the garb on the body, if it's if it's sort of like catered to that body. Yeah. It could be a garbage bag and it would still look good. As long as it's nicely tailored to you. I'll yeah. say this about clothes. It's not as apparent as it used to be. I know, like, the 70s was all about the Levi's and the red stitch on them. Bell bottoms. Exactly. Uh, now with brands like H&M, Forever 21, they're making nice clothing at a reasonable price. And no tags. Exactly. No, that being said, 
when you do wear designer clothes, you tend to feel better. Like, you know that saying, when you look good, you feel good? Yeah, and the like quality a... on them's better. It's just there's something about it. Well, it's the fact you know that you spend so yeah. much money and no one can really say anything. It's like, look, I spent this much money on it. And you it's look like, good. It's like a status thing. You can pretty much look at somebody and be like, my shoes are worth more than your whole getup. Yeah. Although there was a, there was a kid on my soccer team that uh, he bought this sweater. I don't know if it was like a rip sleeve. It might have been a Kanye thing. It might, I'm not sure exactly who the designer was. And everyone's ripping on him saying, you spent 200 or $300 on that, I can buy you a sweater for 10 bucks, rip off the sleeves, and it'll be the exact same it, thing. It had to be Kanye stuff. Probably, yeah. probably. You know, I never understood, even in the 80s, and maybe it was just Mr. T, but the feathered earrings. Yeah, that was weird. I think was, it's a Was that a nod to the to Native? Native Indians thingy? But yeah, like indigenous people. Yeah, yeah I, think, uh, I think maybe it was. But uh, I don't know. I just never understood it. Even... I know Barry Bonds used to wear like the dangly cross. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Remember? Do you remember guy earrings in the eighties used to dangle? Yeah, like the, and that would be like a charm. Uh, Michael, um, George Michael. Yeah. Duran yeah, Duran had it too. I just feel like that wasn't a good look. I also don't like anything that's like the industrial when it leaves that giant hole. Oh, the, the spacers. Uh, spacers. Yeah, yeah. Those those are a big no no for yeah. me. You I, know, those scare me. You know what I noticed? Yeah. Which is kind of weird with clothing is the rips in jeans were around in like 2005, 2006. Then they went away, and now they're back. And in the 80s, they were huge. Yeah. Which, what is weird, though, is I've seen some people in jeans, especially at my school, now that I'm back at school, and they're almost not wearing any clothing on their, their jeans. It's like a full yeah. exposure it's of It's a whole thigh. rip. At that point, just wear shorts. I it's mean, redundant. Yeah, I, I get it. I mean, but I don't know. I kind of like the idea that, you know, Clothes can be fucked up and tattered, and that's trendy. I like a natural rip on a jean, but I won't buy a, a ripped so jean. So, like, fraying. Yeah, Just fraying, like, yeah. but I won't buy a ripped jean. Like a nice, well-worn in jean? Yeah. How about excessive amounts of tattoos? Do you think we're at a point in society where the tattoo doesn't matter anymore as a negative? It used to be a no- novelty, and now it seems like if you don't have one, you're, you're that rare. It's a standard thing now, yeah. You're, it's a rarity not to have a tattoo. Especially in the States, we saw a lot of, when we went to Vegas, we saw a lot of girls with tattoos. And yeah. at that point, it was a turn on. Out west. But now it's just like everyone. Has I'm to. saying, in the sense that, like, do you think it carries with it the negative connotation that it used to? No, no, no. not at all. Out west, everybody has tattoos. I think it went hipster, to be honest with you. I think getting tattoos is a hipster thing now. Do you think, well, hold on. Like, getting them in places where they can be seen, they're visible to a person doing a job interview. Well, there used to be a point where police officers, if they had tattoos on their arms, they'd have to cover them up. Cover them up. Now they're allowed to, I believe they're allowed to show them. Did you guys get face tattoos? And if you did, what would you get on your face? It would probably be to intimidate someone. That's the only reason why I get face I would a face pull tattoo. the Mike Tyson. Yeah? you yeah, get that, like, that weird claw. Tribal tattoo down the side, yeah. So, like, what was it? What was it? It was like, like Celtic. He... Doesn't we don't know? He, he probably doesn't know. No one knows. I'm pretty sure he was concussed when he got the tattoo. I'm pretty sure he was just being Mike Tyson when he got that tattoo. So, you know, I think we can all safely assume here face tattoos Un- are dumb. Unwritten rule don't get a face tattoo. Yeah, yeah don't, get, face don't get those teardrops too because you're gonna probably cause some problems with people. I like a really? tattoo. Yeah, the, don't get the, the drop. Yeah, I think because they mean certain things like you've killed someone or something. Uh, if it's it- not colored in. I think that means you know somebody that's died. Holy like shit. A close friend. And if it's colored in, it means you've killed somebody or it's vice versa. I'm not sure yeah. 100%, but so, it has meaning. So unwritten rule, not about body image. But if you see someone with that, with a tattoo like that, don't don't try to be tough yeah, on them. We're not friends. I think, I think another safe assumption with people who are tattooed <laughs> is if they look scary and are acting scary, mm-hmm. 
They're probably scary. They're probably scary. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, anything else for outerwear? Shoes. Shoes are a big one. What about like shoes? What? Shoes are really big. I got one. Our buddy uh, Marty's notorious for it. What about those weird, funky socks with just like random patterns? Ooh, or I, I got to admit, I love that shit. I don't, I don't think I own a pair of socks or underwear that aren't weird. My dad said a few words about Martin when he saw his socks. Tell you that much. He had his. He was strongly opinionated. Strongly, strongly opinionated against him. Uh, you know what? Though, in all fairness, I've seen your dad criticize the antlers on a on a moose he's killed. Yeah. Yeah. Look at these bitch, these bitch antlers on this moose. No, the the pattern socks are awesome. I own a few. I love them. I'm I'm more of a kind of standard one color, two color maybe. What do you think about like weird, like trendy paraphernalia? Like, do you remember a couple years back? I'd say like maybe ten years ago, everybody was wearing those parachute jumper jackets. They were like a thousand bucks. When was oh, it? Oh, yes. We went to the store. You almost bought one. I almost, yeah, I was very close. How long about the starter it, ones? It's a classy bomber jacket that looks like a fighter jacket from the 1940s. The like like a, almost like a boxing like thing. Oh, like the World War II, like the green ones. The green yeah. one with the big... With, uh, like the, with the bands on the uh, wrist. Yeah. I literally think the, the the actual label of it is called Parajumper. Parajumpers. They're from Italy. Like, but they're yeah. not like super baggy, are they? No, 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 not baggy. No, no, no. They're like... It's like a closer fit. Frank it's almost just padded. bought one. It's padded. Hey, yeah. you almost bought that one day and, we went to the you, store. you know what the thing is? I wouldn't be wearing it today. It would have yeah. been $1,000 that I literally... Like I spent for yeah. a season. Yeah. It, I guess getting older, I just look at that and and my question to you is, was it warm? Apparently they were. I, I never got to wear it in weather. Yeah. Matt? Do you remember... In the '90s, mid to early '90s, that the ties with the funky art on them, like they had Woody Woodpecker ties or different character ties, mm-hmm. and it was a thing. It was like a known the thing. Rob Ford. Would, yeah, people would go Solid. out and have these. Like my dad had a Batman tie, like and he, the animated and he wore it series. To weddings and stuff. Dude, he wore it. It was a thing. I remember vividly seeing people out with funky yeah. ties, or my dad was just out. I, lunch. Th- I think I think that sounds awesome. I anyway. think that's a stay in your like lane thing. That's knowing who you are and knowing yeah, knowing what, your crowd. That's it. Like if you're going to let's say a black tie event or some sort of very formal gala, like you're going to a client to visit a client. I mean, unless you're like a celebrity who can pull off eccentricities, you probably want to just wear a standardized tie. So it wasn't a thing then. It wasn't like a known thing. People were wearing like funky, weird ties. I think it's associated with certain personalities, but I, I definitely don't think. I thought it was a trend in the 90s because I just remember it growing up. No, I I, I mean. my but I was young, so. My dad was always really fashion forward. So, I mean, and that's not to like pump his tires or anything like that. Like he just, he was a guy who really liked clothes. Mm-hmm. So the shit that he had in his closet was you know, if it didn't have an, a vowel in the last name of the brand, it you know, it wasn't in there. Uh, so it had to be Italian. Pretty much. Or like something in, in the ballpark of a classy designer or something associated with a uh, whole couture. Mm-hmm. But do clothes maketh the man? Do they maketh the woman? I think if you need clothes to make you... You're probably not that probably that, not, not that great of a man or probably, a woman. Probably, probably a little bit of a piece of shit. Yeah, right there, bud. <laughs> it, it helps. It, it accents who you are. It accents who you, you have are. to wear the clothes that are right for the moment. You have work clothes. You have going to house, going to staying at home clothes. You have wedding clothes, and, and that's it, right? Well, for for you simple suburban folk, yes, but uh, yeah, we're simplified here, but <laughs> I'm easy saying. enough. 
You don't have like you don't have like go to the market socks. You don't need to overcomplicate things. I think that's that's the thing. Yeah, less is more kind of thing. When the fuck do you wear something like jorts? What are jorts? Really long jean shorts that are almost jeans in itself. Caprice, it just seems like I'm making my ankles unnecessarily cold doing that. Unless there's a flooding, then you're a okay. So I guess what you're saying is is that while your physicality and your outer appearance the stuff that sits on that physicality are important. They're not the end all be all. Uh, I will say it gives if an idea of who you are or what you're interested in. There's certain styles of clothing that people wear that you can kind of get an idea and a read on who they are. I mean, if you see a guy with kind of, you know, joggers on and Jordans, you can tell he's probably into basketball, the urban hip hop scene, right? Like, if you see a guy wearing ripped, tattered jeans, a plaid shirt, and Vans, probably punk rocker, skates. Well, that's what you'd assume, but I... Assume. No, of course, but based on what they're wearing, yeah. it's usually in line with their interests, for the most part, or what they tend to like the most, right? Yeah, at least an aspect of it, right? Because I'll wear... Yeah, I'm not, I'll saying wear it def- I'm not saying it defines them, yes. but I'm saying you get a read on a person walking down the street wearing Jordans. That's yeah, true, because like, joggers, if you see... If you see a person with like ripped shoes, ripped pants, ripped shirt, covered in dirt, some sort of plaid, construction a, worker, an old hat, a stick with a bag tied to the end of it, you yeah. know they're homeless. Or he's More a Simpsons like, character. Yeah, <laughs> it's a caricature of of of, of, of the street transient. Yeah, from the from the nineties. But you know, if someone's wearing like nice designer shoes, tight jeans, a nice shirt, they're into that European. They might be a fan of soccer. Their haircut says a lot. You know, actually, it's not on the board. Outerwear. You know what I think we can extend it to is your vehicle. So yeah. there, there's a story of a guy who basically, I don't know if he was living in our area somewhere in Canada, and he moved to California. He sold his house. He sold everything he had. He was like a single. I'm assuming he didn't just leave his family back here. Or he did. Or he murdered them. So he, he sold everything he had, and he bought himself a Lamborghini, was living in near L.A., and he lived out of the Lamborghini. So people see him pulling up to events in a Lamborghini. They don't know he sleeps in it. They don't know that's his home. And people assumed that because he's driving that, he's used to a certain lifestyle. And his his career is probably at a higher level. Like he is a skilled worker. So he had a job that paid him enough to own a, a Lamborghini. So wait, let me... He basically got a job from it, I guess, making connections. Story? Yeah, this is a true story. He had connections. He made connections that gave him a really good job. So he's a douchebag. Well, Sorry to say. He might be, or he's just really smart. How bad do you think the inside of that Lambo smelled? Probably not bad anymore, but back then, oh, yeah. House. I'm saying in the lead up to I'm him. I'm going to say there's oh. a lot of holes in that story. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I heard. I read it uh, I mean, years ago. But the Lambo, Luca, you, you sat in a Lambo. You can't sleep in a Lambo. He had all his stuff in there. You can put a suitcase in the trunk, maybe a small one. I don't, feel like there's, I don't feel like there's much trunk space in a Lambo. Well, there's enough for us. You could put half a bag in there. Okay. Let's let's strip away all the material. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Let's, let's get to the nitty gritty. Uh, FDB. Let's go metaphysical. What does that mean? It's like the questions that you ask yourself, like, why are you here? There's stuff that goes beyond the physical world. What entering. is your purpose? Like, this, like who am I? Your personality. Is what's what is good and evil? How do they affect me? How do they drive my life? Questions of persona: Who are you spiritually, emotionally, mentally? How does that affect your public image? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, I think people you you kind of get thrown into. I guess now with the whole political climate, if you're just like very 
you know, religious in one way or the other, people are going to, people are just going to assume you're a certain way. So if you're pushing religion, they're going to think, you know, you're, you, you have specific views. So, so that by, definitely has an effect. So would you say there's like subtle, okay, so Matt, just give me two seconds. Would mm-hmm. you say there's subtle degrees of Bible thumper? Yeah, absolutely. There's the ones that like just sort of like, hey, what do you think about God? You know, oh, like th- they thank God when they win an award. But then yeah. there's the type that they try to stuff a little mini Bible in your yeah. pocket when you're not looking. See, my thing on religion and society is is very simple. It's like a private part. We all know you have one. Mm-hmm. You don't need to whip it out and wave it for everyone to see. I think that's something like religion should just be left and put aside. It's for you to believe in. If you choose to, you don't got to force it on people. You don't need to talk about it. Don't make it yeah. anything about religion. But then again, if someone looks like they, they're they interested in something, don't shy away. If they seem genuinely interested, you know, don't force it down someone's throat. But if someone is asking you, don't be shy. It's a dicey thing to build rules around. Yeah, it's, it is tough. Because, I mean, even in itself, some of its harshest criticisms come from its rule structure. Mm-hmm. Right? So... To be able to come up with an unwritten rule for it, I think pretty much is just know your audience. Yeah, that's that's like you can be whatever you want to be, but you may walk into a place where there is no God. It's a God forsaken land. Yeah. Don't try to bring God there. Yeah. Some people it's it's like what they say. Don't talk about religion at a dinner party, right? Religion or politics. Yeah. Yeah. It just gets people turning. What about your legacy? Do you think a legacy like what? Because obviously like we're all building towards something, right? Like whether that's, you know, you have a kid, as in the case of Joe over here. Yo. You uh, I have no kids. are a surrogate uncle to a bunch yeah. of kids and, you know, an uncle to a number of kids in Luca. And Matt, I mean, you take care of any kids? No, your bro- your, your God, older- no. I'm, I'm a child in myself. Your older brother's kind of a kid. Yeah, but he takes <laughs> care of me. I mean. Well, which means... I'm I'm a child, man. We, we, so you know what? All, We're all man child. I'll sure. adopt you as the child I take care of. We're but not men. I'll big tell you brother. That yeah, dude. Yeah. I don't know if you want that. Your legacy is going to be known as a failure. We haven't fought in I'm, war. I'm We're just not saying. Men. For some people, it is family. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But for all the others, what do you want your legacy to be? How do you let it define you? Will you chase it down? No, I'm a simple person. I don't. I don't care. No, you're not going to step on some necks to get up the corporate ladder. No, that's actually, actually one of my last things I care about lately. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Well, no. Yeah. I guess your perspective has shifted since. You yeah. Had... So I could care less about work or anything ladders or. Well, I mean, climbing up the ladders would mean more money and means a nicer bike for <laughs> Joe Junior. There's always going to be money. Yeah. But no, screw that. No, no matter how much money, there's always going to be a problem. You're always going to yeah, need more. That's of it, right? Dude, yeah, that's a thing. Dude, Biggie said it: more money, more problems. I mean, a lot. I feel like I feel like a lot of people have said it, but well, he is known, right? That song. Okay, I feel like he had. I feel like he had problems. I feel like he had problems. They talked before. about it in the Malcolm Gladwell book. It said the more money um, you threw at a student in terms of learning, it actually went backwards. Yeah. Sooner or later, they can't, right? It's a, hmm. it's a disadvantage of having the advantage of having too much money. Right. So is legacy, legacy isn't that important then? Not to me. I, not my personal legacy. Like when I grow up, as you said, I have uh, I have a bunch of, you know, I have three nieces and then I have, you know, friends with kids that I see a lot. When I'm around them, I want to put a positive image around them 
I want to make sure, you know, they grow up and at least they've had a, a positive figure to look up to. I don't want to be there getting drunk in front of these kids, like to the point where I'm obliterated every time they see me. Yeah, not every time. I'll tell not you. Not every that. time. Yeah. You know, maybe once a year. You don't go drunk I, again. I mean, you might be doing That's them. That's a funny story. But you might be doing them the best service you could you by could showing them what, like, Come on, we grew up a hardcore. Being around drunk people. And it, it teaches you a lesson. It teaches you. Yeah, but don't don't stumble in every day drunk. You know, that's what I'm trying that, to say. Well, nobody, I don't think we don't single, know a single alcoholic. It's that, right? it's so, the yeah. idea of that having it available and open to you will deter you from wanting it as bad yeah, because it doesn't, thing, see, yeah. it's taboo at that point. Once again, setting up a good image. Yeah. For me, it's not important how, you know, let's say the world's even have made a lot of yeah. books. Um, it wasn't me. It's not, uh, <laughs> it's not about how I want people to view me. I just want to make sure that whatever, you know, young minds that have come to me haven't been molded in a negative way because of me. I want to make sure that they become the better person that they're supposed to be. Just be polite to everybody and it works out. Yeah. See, I want I want my name to ring through the annals of time. Too late, Chief. You're 33 years no, old. No, it's not. <laughs> Sorry, it's man. Not. Some of the biggest monsters in history did their work well into their best work well into their 40s. Ah, Picasso. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm going to be I'm going to be remembered as a as an an ill like of society. Tyrant. Yeah, a the tyrant. wheel's already invented, you know bro. What? I, yeah, think, I, I think I think I think Frank has some tyrant in him. I, I think he's he's got this. this, this all I happiness. would be on his side though. I'll tell you that. I could yeah. definitely run a corporation. I know yeah. that. I got I got the the micromanaging skills to be able to do that. It's like it's in it's always sunny Philadelphia. The Warthog was that with Danny DeVito when he came into. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, they used to call him this name. What was that? Was it the Warthog? It was something. Something yeah. along those lines. So he yeah. seems like a nice, innocent guy. Yeah, but, but then Frank's a lot taller. He's more than a Warthog. He's more like a more like a, like a rhino, like a silverback rhino. Gorilla. Yes. Silverback. He's a reverse giraffe. Hairy enough to be a silverback gorilla. Yeah. I know I would be an HR nightmare. I, I walked a very thin line in my last job that was mm-hmm. an office setting. Yeah. In that, I, I don't know, I just feel like people will do more for you if they're your, not your friend, but if you can kind of like. Build a relationship with them. Like, yeah, have that rapport where you sort of lure them along and you're like. I need you to come in on Saturday. I don't think I don't think and so necessarily. Maybe Sunday too. I feel yeah. like if you can bring fear to them, because if you're your friend, it's like ah, you know, I got a party Friday night. Sorry, buddy. You know, we're buddies. I'm gonna hang out Friday. Yeah, but then you know what you do? You hit them up for something down the road. I, I've been told no to work for the last two Sunday, two Saturdays by my coworkers. And then I have a wedding next Saturday. I said, guys, you guys do whatever you want, but I am not on site yeah, next but Saturday. But you're also a lazy piece of shit. Uh, I think that was inappropriate. That, <laughs> No, I I've feel, been working like four Saturdays in a you know, row. What do you I, want from me? I will say, I know we, we, we joke with him about, you know, he will watch like, he'll have like the soccer game on while he's working, but he works fast. I will say this man I works do work fast. fast. Yeah. So what he does in four hours, some people probably take the full day to do. Yeah. I, I will say for the legacy thing, you have, you're always going to leave a legacy no matter what. Through, through the people, through the people you've met yeah. and you've built a relationship with, you're leaving some type of imprint on their life you're a memory you're someone you remember there's a legacy to you you've left behind something to them right family friends whatever it may DNA. be yeah what about like acting like tougher than you really are do you think that gets you anywhere is that something you want i think again yeah i think you gotta know your crowd right i think the most important actually you know what the most important i'm gonna go with the unwritten rule the most important I guess if you're going to call it metaphysical or your person, your personality, most important thing, I think is confidence. Confidence yeah. always, confidence no, ma- always no matter trumps. what. Like I've talked with people, like I work with some people and they will tell me with confidence that I should do something a certain way. But then when the big boss is like, I believe them. I'm like, you know what? 
I'll, I'll do this. You told me to do it. You sound confident. I'm going to do it. Turns out it might have not been right after all, but they, they sold me on it with their confidence. They're like, yeah. just drink right from the toilet, Luca. It's just drink right from the toilet. Yeah, they said it was clean. I confidence find that in business a lot. Sorry, Matt. No, I was going to say, confidence is definitely a good thing. In everything. In yeah. everything you do. But I don't like those guys that overdo it. That think they're, they have a huge ego. They think that they run the show. Yeah, but they're you can, the cock of the walk. I hate that. I like they're people. easily they're easily picked out too. You so, can easily so, pick so them so out. Yeah, but that bothers me. I don't like people like that. Those aren't uh, people I'd spend time around. I like easygoing people that aren't afraid to make fun of themselves. They're confident in what they do and who they are, but they're not afraid to be them. And you know, t- look at us. We take a leg out of each other. We take the piss out of each other all the time. Yeah. But when it comes to like a, I guess an attractiveness pers- uh, like perspective females find confidence Ooh, like, I probably think number like one top. that's probably number, number one, one? Yeah. Probably isn't confidence is number one in women. Nah, see, see, I, I don't think so i, I think it me. is for women for women observing men i think confidence is number one. Oh, okay sorry i thought you were saying for a male observing a female that's where i want to go with the difference there yeah okay see i think it's i think it's it a lot simpler than what what we're breaking down we're breaking down all these sort of little scenarios where, like, how do you get ahead? You need to have confidence. confidence you need to have sway. It's kind of a simple answer. Like, people just throw, just, just be confident. Like, it's, think, it's not that simple. Yeah. I think it actually boils down to two very simple things. And these are kind of like my golden unwritten rules mm-hmm. for anything that's an introspective. Can I guess? Ability to bullshit. No, no. Careful I, because that because that when the floor yeah, when the floor in falls business. out underneath you on that when yeah. somebody pulls the carpet no from I know I just you, took a wild and guess lying don't lie oh. <laughs> but I'll say <laughs> speaking if, from experience over here <laughs> it's gonna get a little philosophical but mm-hmm. know yourself know who you are if you're the person who can't earn a million dollars a year being the CEO of a company because you don't have the gumption or the know how to do it. Don't aim for it. Or don't want to do it. Yeah. Stay in your lane. Yeah. yeah. I agree completely. I'm I'm, I find self-deprecating. I'm a left lane driver, and I think that in business too, but I'm going to go back to the right pretty quickly. Well, I think <laughs> the get more, a little, little, and then... Well, it's mm. when you're just driving the car, it's yeah. one thing to drive in the left lane. Yeah. But if you got suddenly a wife in there, suddenly a couple kids, maybe an elderly grandparent, yeah. maybe you want to shift back to the right lane, maybe take things a little easier. But the second thing... This is almost more important than knowing yourself. Know the people around you. Explain that one. Explain that one, yeah. I will explain. In what, business or in, in, in life? Ev- in everything. Because if somebody was more than, willy li- more than likely willing to you know, shit on a family member to get money, they're not going to think twice about shitting on you. Yeah, Agreed on that one. And the whole blood is thicker than water thing. I know lots of people whose families, you know, pulled, busted out the claws and just went at each other over a bit of the green. I, oh, I yeah, will, money's... Yeah, I will say you can't pick your family, but you can pick your friends. And this goes down to knowing your crowd. Surround yourself with the people you want to be surrounded with, the people that are going to help reflect you, right? You're like the five people you spend the most time around. You know what? That's an important thing about personal image. The people who you carry around you, because you know what, if you're hanging out, let's just say you're, you know, a scholar, you're, you know, an intelligent person and you start hanging out with like a bunch of cokeheads. What do you think everyone's going to think about you when you're hanging out with four cokeheads? I feel feel, feel like you're going to get a lot more studying done. Yeah. 
Maybe that's why he's so smart. No, but seriously, don't hang around with people. These guys, they just bring me textbooks. And I just, I, I just hang out with them all day and then I read. It. And I read so much and I retain so much cocaine and it's so great. A, cocaine is a hell of a drug. But but it, you will crash. So if, if you think studying, adding cocaine to your studying, it'll you will crash. It will it'll come back to haunt you. This is going to be like a weird sort of question, but if you happen to be a cokehead. Yes. Would you have a soft sniff or a hard sniff? Would you go with the hard, like Wall Street, or would you do the hard? They're all hard. I think I would. Savor I've seen it. guys do coke, and it was really weird. It's ugly. It's really ugly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I saw I saw a guy smoke weed from a uh, a can like with a hole a in it, no filter. Okay. I'm like, so you're gonna put it? In? He's like, no, I like it straight into my lungs. Yeah, I've seen. That's disgusting. Yeah, the most intense thing I've seen is probably the water bottle. Yeah, that's... Oh, people make bongs out of everything. There, I will give people who smoke weed one big credit. They are crafty. Yes, they. you'd be surprised. Like, you look at the guys and you wouldn't think much of them, but then you're like, who the fuck made this? Yeah, or have you ever seen the food that they concoct when they're stoned? I well, love, I have. They'll have no groceries. I have. Yeah. We have a friend. I love the apple bong. Yeah, hold that's on, classy. I Did, find that's a classy. Who thing. was with our friend who ordered that pizza with every single topping, sauce, and cheese? He's sitting to my left. Uh, that would be me. How I, was this? So, Matt, you're, you say people who put, you know, who are possibly inebriated come up with the best food? Pineapple on pizza. I can tell you the last that thing. That is I'm, not a good food. No, no, no. Okay. Yes, it is. So what do you nope. think? This <laughs> Telling is a, you. This is a story about... Who's who Are you talking about Hawaiian pizzas? Anyways, this man here, while I guess somewhat inebriated, I don't know on what, decided with our buddy to order a pizza with everything on it. Does that sound like something? It everything. I believe it had a name and it was called The Devastator. It was, was it? Is that the name? You think yeah. adding all that flavor together would be great, but no. apparently, Frank, how was it? I can tell you it was one of the worst things I've ever eaten. I had to sign a piece of paper really? in the yeah. store, basically saying that if the food killed me, I wouldn't. Why? Well, because I can tell you, having worked for a pizza company, there are certain measures in food safety that you need to adhere to. So most ovens, when you cook a pizza, they're at 550. You put something like fish on there, you're not going to kill all the bacteria on it if it's buried under a ton of cheese and Uh, all kinds of other bullshit. You can't actually cook it through. The pizza actually looked like a mountain. It it had like a hill in the middle of it. Yeah, it must. How many toppings was it like? My brother, and my dad once put a, like a like a about two or three times more than normal amount of toppings, and the pizza was pretty ridiculous. It's it's not even good at that no. point. I, you know, like what's normal three to five? They put like eight or nine. I, I can tell you, the worst thing about it was yeah. too. And, Anchovies. And I just want to say this: the only thing that was devastating about this pizza was probably what it did to my body. Yes, which goes goes back to our body image of I didn't do myself any favors. Is that where it started? No, I started at eight when I found cereal. But I'll tell you this much. The the only devastating thing about that pizza besides what it did to my body was the fact that anchovies still rise above all other toppings in terms of flavor bomb. I could bite into like a slice of that pizza. If I hit an anchovy, it was like stepping on a landmine. Hmm. Anchovies are that strong. Some people love them though. I I eat them now. I have I've a grown to funny like story about anchovies. Um, You're Portuguese. You should live off anchovies. 
<laughs> yeah, technically, that's the that's, that's, that's the most ironic thing. I hate them. Peche, cod, and uh... <laughs> bacalao. Bacalao. No, I was helping someone do interlocking in a backyard. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. Wow. Kel- the irony in all of this. You so, anyways, fish, they ordered interlocking. They hmm. ordered a pizza for us, and I had never seen anchovies on a pizza. Like, never even seen them. And I took a bite, and it still haunts me to this day. Really? Yeah. I fucking love it. My boss always orders anchovies on pizza. It doesn't matter where we go. I never, I've never had anchovies, but my father, he always tells this story because he jokingly says he's going to order anchovies because he knows I probably wouldn't eat it. But he said at work, he asked at a Christmas party or whatever it was, he asked for one pizza with anchovies. And he's like, he always tells me, he's like, you know what, son? That was the first pizza everyone ate. Yeah, because the people who love it, they never get it at parties. Yeah. So if you order that pizza and it shows up and it's got the ocean swimming on yeah. it. Yeah. But your friend, you're Frank, you should have that pizza at home whenever you we want. We do. I have. I love anchovies. I love anchovies. Yeah. They're Mary, my fave. And, and what, like if you have the proper anchovies, it's not as strong as pizza, pizza, anchovies. And you know what they say? You are what you eat, which means you are one salty dog. Ow. <laughs> I had a pe- The pizza I had with anchovies for the first time was pizza, pizza. And when she that gave it... That is the worst pizza in, the, in southern Ontario. When I took a bite of it, I almost vomited in front of really? her. Really? I was so disgusted. I think we should go get some anchovy pizza. I would, I'd be down for a pizza. I would be down for a slice I would be right down now. to watch you guys eat it. It's normal. It's just... I'll try a bite. It's salted fish. I'll try, I'll try a bite. I got one last question. Shoot. Because this, I think this can heavily play on the way you develop as a person. I think it can really define who you are. And it's it's kind of like a dual question, but it's not. Are you scared to die? And does that in turn make you scared to live? I, see, That's I never understood that. I'm not scared to die. It's, it's, it's the idea that by fearing death, you may stop yourself from living from a living full life. Death. But you like, may not what take does that chances? Because like I know I'm gonna die when I'm older. Yeah, I, so I'm I, not gonna that, go. I'm not. I'm not gonna go jump bungee jumping. I'll tell you that much. You're not gonna. Do, you're not gonna. But I would never. Even if, I, even if I. If I. Even if I do, I won't die from it. I probably still won't do it because okay. I don't care. So here, this is what I'm talking about. You just said I won't go bungee jumping. So you, you're not a person who takes needless risk with your. I with hate your needless physical risk. shell. Like. Flying, yeah, like parish, uh, like skydiving. I would. Why would why Our would you Diana. jump out of thirty thousand feet? Yeah, Diana. I don't know if you saw. She went skydiving. I, I would. Whatever her closest that. friend's sister went. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Christina went. And I'm like, that's I, oh, whatever, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you'd never get me to I don't jump out of a plane. Coasters. I don't. No, so I don't because it's on a track. It's on a track. There's been safety. Listen, I work in safety engineering. Careful, son. <laughs> Listen, I know those things are insane, but I I still will never go on a, uh, a roller coaster. Wow, he care. became a dad, and it's like it changes the it changes his vernacular. He just called me son. Did I? Did he I was like, "Listen, son, I've I've done <laughs> yeah. I have I've, done I've extensive done research on I've, on the the roller coaster scene. I've and done many a day. It's a, I'm it's engineer. A, it's a bad. <laughs> it's a bad. It's a bad scene. It's worse than than the marijuana. <laughs> Man, that's a great question. Well, how about you, man? You scared of dying? I'm not scared of dying because it's going to happen eventually, right? Like, it's inevitable. I can't escape it. But being an anxious person that I am, I am scared to live. Like, I wake up on edge, sadly. Why? That's weird. It's like, for you, it's working in reverse. Reverse. Yeah, Yeah, have some breakfast. I do, but I'm just, like, I'm a socially anxious person. Yeah. So going out and doing things just makes me uneasy. Especially when I Except don't this? know people. Yeah, because yeah, I don't know who I, I'm talking to just you guys, oh, okay, right? Cool. Like, I don't yeah, know yeah. who I'm talking to. a couple to. of schmoes. Yeah. 
I like, agree with Matt. I, I, the social anxiety thing, I have a bit of that too. And it sometimes is tough to go out and, and go to a bar with people like one friend. It's not like a fear of death. It's just like a, just an irrational fear that makes no sense. I don't know what it is. Like I couldn't pinpoint it, but just like, I guess it, when it comes to roller coasters and stuff, I love that stuff. I love the adrenaline rush. I, I love that stuff. But when it comes to like, I guess skydiving. It's something I would probably like to do, but the fact that there's like a 1% or even less of a chance that I might yeah. die, I'm, I'm not going to do it. No, never. It's like that risk versus reward thing. You're talking yeah. like two, three minutes of payoff on the fall for like putting your life on the it, table. It's like yeah. 30 seconds free falling, I think. That's yeah. what Diana said she did. Like somewhere around 30 and seconds. Holy like, fuck, you kidding me? Your life for 30 seconds of... It's a free falling, free and, falls then, 30 seconds, and then when you're and then when we're parachuting, it's like another three, four minutes. Minutes, yeah. That seems, seems like a nightmare. Seems that's like a waste why I hate roller coasters. I think it's a waste of time and money. Because I feel like, especially like Canada's Wonderland, that's the big amusement park around us. You go there and you wait in line for five, ten minutes for what thirty seconds. Sometimes it's like you, forty to an hour. That's what she said. The line, <laughs> touche. Thank you. Point You've been being though. All. I feel like you spend all day waiting for a reward that's not worth that time spent. Yeah, but you can spend that time in the line talking with friends, living living in that moment. Sure, but I'm that moment is always going to be overshadowed at the fact that you are waiting for something yeah. better, right? You're you're never allowing yourself. Like you're right, absolutely. If you took out the fact of I'm waiting for something bigger and I'm just enjoying what I'm doing, it's great, but I don't think anyone has that mindset because they're solely waiting for that, the only reason they're standing there and talking is so that they can get to that roller coaster, that they can have that ride, rather than we're just hanging out and it happens to be that we're going on that ride. I don't know. I feel like Wonderland's a nice day at the park. You know what I mean? It's like it's it's essentially the equivalent of taking a girlfriend or a bunch of friends to a park, having a picnic. The only difference is is that like the lunch that's in the picnic basket is you know a, a ride with a ninety degree fall. Oh, don't get me wrong, I. I like the idea of going to Wonderland and walking around with people and just hanging out and let them go do the roller coaster. That's my thing. favorite thing. Yeah, like I don't mind. I mind. I don't Shut mind. Up. You that. know it's the funnel cakes. That, well, that the funnel cakes. No, uh, but I just me personally, especially being just an anxious person, standing in a line and waiting and waiting and waiting to finally get to that thirty second to a minute payoff. Mm-hmm. It's just not worth it. I feel like I can spend my time doing something more rewarding than just waiting for something. Like for spending hundred dollars at ring toss. Yeah. Right. No, I, I honestly that those few seconds of adrenaline are pretty awesome. I love it. I yeah. I think it's a waste of time. I also get motion sick pretty easily. Yeah, I don't know well, if it has mean, anything that... to do with my my you know personal image, but I, I like roller coasters. I don't. I'm just gonna throw it out. There. So I like his name is Luca, and he likes roller coasters. <laughs> Matt, you should put that in your uh, your Tinder profile. Yeah. yeah. Swipe right. Well, I don't even know what that means. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in case your wife's listening. Huh? Shh. Do we have any any conclusive rules about personal image? Be yourself. Anything we can all agree on? Be comfortable in your own skin. Be comfortable. Yeah. yeah. Chris Cares Cornell said it best. Maybe try to yourself. yeah. Maybe try to uh, maybe try to better your body just for your own personal health. That would help. Be you, you. You listening to that, Jules? Yeah. Oh, I've been told that by our close friend lately. So who's <laughs> quite sick? So ah. Oh yeah. Our, our buddy. Mm-hmm. Oh. Buddy in Oklahoma. We're gonna throw out some uh, some good vibes to for him. somebody who's that fit and sick. That's good. Yeah. yeah. See, isn't that like the kind of isn't that kind that, of yeah, the, the, twi- the twist day. of the knife? But I mean, you gotta he, do what you can. He, he doesn't. You don't drink. You don't smoke. You don't do bad things. You work out, and then you get sick. What the hell's it all for? I yeah. know. I know. 
And then me, I just laugh in its face. And then we go have like 18 I, smokes at Timmy's. Yeah. I, I drink like 40,000 coffees a month. I oh, have. Dude, it's aggressive. I, I need I, a coffee. I drink lots of cigarettes. Yeah. yeah. I drink a lot of alcohol. <laughs> I do drugs. <laughs> I I have promiscuous sex without protection. So you're a, so you're a sailor. <laughs> yeah. He swears like one too. Pot to pot, baby. No, pot he's to okay. pot. I've heard some people swear, man. But my vagina is a bear trap. Yeah. All right. I am going to stick with the be comfortable in your own skin. Yeah. That's my unreal. Yeah, I think I think the big thing is knowing yourself. Be yourself. Be so, yourself. Is this a song? Or yeah, I was going to get the song there. Is that supposed to be like Audio Slaves Be Yourself? Because that is way off. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's not even in the same ballpark. Oh, I, I don't know the song. Different key, different pitch, yeah. different octave. I think he's just trying to make up a song. He thinks this be is a recording yourself. studio. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks this is his big break. He's it, starting to watch The Treehouse, and that's one of the songs he No, heard. no, not oh. yet. Not yet. Wait, wait, wait till this yeah, guy hits lamb, wait till it's lamb Chop. I think they're like done now. No, you watch reruns. Oh, yeah, probably. Fucking song that never Seinfeld and Soccer. Anyways, guys, if you want to keep the conversation going, please feel free to reach out to us at Twitter at the UR Podcast or on Instagram with the handle the Unwritten Rule Podcast. The website is ltdpotential.com. You can find us on iTunes, the Apple Podcast app, SoundCloud, Google Play. Please subscribe. Leave us a review. I want to thank Joseph for firebombing the... Yeah, buddy. Yeah, this was a very interesting episode. This thank you for one. coming on. Yeah, this was awesome. It was like trying to tame a wild a, beast. If you get me a topic where I like, like actually know about... We can prep it, you for I will destroy all of you. All right, yeah, Unwritten Rules of Being a Sports Fan. Huh? Okay. Next, unwritten we'll Rules do of that. Being a Sports we'll, Fan. I next one, Yosa's on. Yeah. We'll speculate in another day, and I'll make sure Anything I bring soccer, some... soccer, uh, movies. If we had movies, there would be blood at the end of the night. What about floor. elephant tranquilizers? Can we can we discuss <laughs> that? Because I feel like I want to shoot you with a couple right now. Let's talk movies. Number one movie in the history of time. Okay, is... we're not doing it right <laughs> now. Okay. Anyways. Clap. <laughs> <laughs> He's learning. He's learning, folks. We've had a lot of claps, which won't make the air. Remember, everybody, rules are made to be broken, but you can't break the unwritten ones.